I got a phone call the other day. It was uh, a little disheartening. It said, you're going to be arrested because your social security number has been compromised. And they gave like four different ways that it had been compromised. And the funny thing was it never really came as a phone call. It went straight to voicemail. So it showed that I had a voicemail and I went and listened to it. And it was the security department of the treasury department of, of fraud, whatever, for the government. And a lot of alarm bells started going off in my head. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And maybe you've gotten one of these fraud calls. I, I got one just, um, I guess it was Sunday morning. I know Saturday morning, I got this uh, a similar phone call and it said, this is Apple and your iCloud account has been compromised and you need to deal with this right now and don't do anything on the internet until you call us. And then immediately it switched over and my phone rang and a guy answered and said, hi, this is Jim with Apple Care. And I said, how do I know this is Apple Care since you called me and I didn't call you? And he quickly hung up. See, my, my point is that even those sources that we trust, like our, our own government, so to speak, and, and Apple Care and other sources that we trust, they're being overrun, a lot of them, by these automated systems and by auto dials and robo dials and artificial intelligence. Now, I've met some people that their intelligence is a lot like false teeth, and by that I mean it's pretty artificial. But I've also met people that after a few minutes of conversation, they intentionally or otherwise begin to reveal themselves for who they really are. As I was in San Diego this week on a business trip, I sat down in a sidewalk cafe to have breakfast. My client and I were having a nice chat and started up a conversation with a couple next to us. It turns out they've been in San Diego most of their life, or at least in that area, and they've purchased land in various areas in California that is now 10x its original value. But we also learned that they share a lot of the same values about our country and same values about family and same values about raising our kids and same values about running a business. And when I told him that I do this Leading Leaders podcast thing, he said, oh, I'd love to know more about it. So I gave him a card. He said, I'll check it out. And in crossing reference, just I mean, just in the passing conversation of five or 10 minutes, there were a lot of, um, for lack of a better term, keywords like you might use an SEO or keywords like you might use in a resume that things that my ear were attuned to that I heard him say, names of people that he follows, people that he pays attention to, like myself, like Seth Godin and Dale Carnegie and John Maxwell and Jim Rohn. And of course, when I hear those names, I think, well, this is someone who's kindred of heart to me. They, they have some passions similar to what I have. And that means a lot. I, I, I know, though, that many people these days, they have that old dinosaur age mentality about leadership, that I, I am your boss and not your friend. I, I don't need to get to know you. I just need you to follow the instructions that I've given you. You just need to do what I told you to do. And I'm afraid these days that mentality doesn't work. It doesn't have any value. It doesn't allow someone to be human in the relationship. It doesn't allow you to see beyond what's on the resume, beyond the keywords, and find out who is this person really and, and what do they really value. 
If you've been listening to this program for any length of time, you've heard me talk about the attitude of appreciation. You've heard me talk about the power of public displays of appreciation and, and even the attitude of expectation and how we can set those relationships on an even keel from the very beginning by understanding what it is that motivates the people around us, the ones that work with us, the ones that work for us, and the ones that we work for. See, without clear expectations, none of those things happen. And believe it or not, most people don't walk around with SEO on their face. They haven't optimized their conversation on the surface to find the keywords that are important to you. In fact, most of them are so wrapped up in themselves and what they have to accomplish today and how they'll generate money today that they don't take the time to get to know you at all. And sadly, many leaders operate that way. My encouragement, my challenge to you as a leader is to learn to be more friendly with the absolute strangers on the sidewalk cafe at Starbucks at the grocery store line. Find a reason to open up and have a conversation with someone. You'd be amazed at the kind of things that you can learn. And, and part of that will just learn how to be a better human around other humans. Because in this day of AI and artificial intelligence and the dawn of machines, if you will, uh, it's going to get more and more complicated to be able to discern who's on the other end of the phone or who's on the other end of that email or that text message or that Facebook post. We've already seen it that our human relationships, our political cycles and other things are being interrupted and disrupted by bots and machines. I think we need to take more time as leaders to be more human in our own interactions with each other. Take the time as a leader to influence the people around you because you care about them, because you know that what's important in their life is what's important to them. And if it's important to them, it ought to be important to you. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. If attitude is gonna have a deep impact on your business and bottom line, make it a positive attitude with a positive impact. Visit jlaurenorris.com slash attitude